You are listening to the official podcast of the Mission Redlands. We are a growing community living out God's radical love. Good morning, church. My name is Ricardo Cordero Soto. Um, I'm part of the teaching team here at the Mission Redlands Church. Um, I am so happy that you're joining us through this interface, right? We're here, we're, we're trying to do community, right? As a body of believers, we still believe in getting together. And we do have a physical outdoor service, but we also have this uh, interface available for you to join us through a virtual gathering as well. And I'm super excited about it because in just a short amount of time, what we like to do in these moments is invite you to engage through the body of believers, through people getting together to worship at this time, engage with the presence of the living God. That's what this moment is all about. In fact, I would say for me personally, one of the things that I've become almost spiritually obsessed with in the last few years is how do I engage with the presence of God? Now, a few qualifiers have to go before I dive into this theme of the presence of God. When, when, when you say seeking the presence of God or engaging with the presence of God, some people who aren't too familiar with this might say, well, wait a minute, isn't God everywhere? And yes, God is everywhere. But scripture speaks also of God being near. And when scripture speaks of God being near, what it's trying to tell us is that there is a type of experience, a type of engagement that you can have with God that is beyond the normal. It is beyond the normal. Though God is present physically here and everywhere else, there is a type of engagement with God that is manifest. It is a presence that is manifest. Because though God is everywhere in ways that we can't understand, we don't necessarily see that manifested in the real world, so to speak. Though he is there. So how do I bring that manifestation into my real world so that it's not just a, a, something that I say I want to engage with, but I want to experience the tangible presence of God? Because as believers, we do believe it is real. It is something that we can confirm, that we can talk about, and that in reality, for those that seek his presence continually, people can say this is something as real as any other relationship that I have with another person. How do we do this? Well, first, let's look at scripture that talks to us about how good it is to be in the presence of God. Often in the scriptures, specifically in Psalm, when you look at the book of Psalms, you find Psalms that talk about seeking his presence all the time, seeking his face. And it tells us that this is something that is worthy of rejoicing. In fact, Psalm 1611 says, In your presence there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. It seems like it's the ultimate high, so to speak, to be in God's presence. It is something that is so good that if we were able to experience that type of engagement with God, it would basically make everything else seem like it pales in comparison. So how do we experience that? I want that, that the psalmist is describing as fullness of joy. 
fullness of joy, not partial joy, not fabricated joy, not joy that I have to convince myself of, but joy that is to the fullest, ecstatic. It's a rush. It's, an, it's more than adrenaline. It's like a spiritual adrenaline. How do I experience that fullness of joy? I used to think and study meth- methodically there's got to be a way, something that I do, if I do the, maybe the right ritual, the right, not ritual, but the, the, I don't know, the right posture or the right this or the right that, that maybe I can engage God's presence if I get the abracadabra right, so to speak, right? And so scripture actually shows us that it is much more simple than that. The problem is we don't really follow scripture's advice for experiencing that tangible, manifest, real presence of God. Let's just take a a listen to Psalm 95, for example. In verse 2 it says, Let us come into his presence with thanksgiving. Let us come into his presence. It doesn't say, well, when it's a certain time of the day, go for a walk or do this or do that. It doesn't give you a prescription. It just says, Arrive, go into his presence, come into his presence with thanksgiving. In Psalm 100, verse 2, it says, come into his presence with singing. So in verse 2 of of chapter 95, it said, into his presence with thanksgiving. Here it says, with singing. Come into his presence with singing. Maybe I'm supposed to do both of those things combined. No, it's not about a prescription. It's about an open invitation. Come. God wants you to come and engage with his presence, his manifest presence, okay? Different from the omnipresence of God, I am missing out of the fullness of joy when I just disconnect and don't seek his presence continually. We need to do that. In fact, seeking his presence continually is also part of the Psalms. In Psalm 105, verse 4, it says, Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his presence continually. See, God is right there waiting to wrap around you his presence. The warmth of his steadfast love. The goodness of his steadfast love, which is just but also so... So overwhelming because it's, we, we don't deserve that love, yet we are deserving through Jesus. His love is so radical, and that warmth that we feel in his presence of his love is so radical. The scripture tells us the Father loves us the way the Father loves Jesus. I think when we forget that, we forget how radical the gospel is. He loves us. The way he loves Jesus. He sees Jesus in us. Jesus accomplished everything. He is the Holy One. He lives the perfect life we cannot live so that we can be loved as if we did that. (laughs) That's how radical it is. But back to the main point. How do I experience this presence? God is inviting you to just jump in. No set of method uh, of methods that someone could prescribe you don't you know I spent some time reading books they have great advice but the scripture is clear in that look 
Go into his presence. Seek it continuously. Seek it. Come. There, it, the, the doors are open. God wants to engage with you. In James 4, verse 8, we are told that we should draw near to God and he will draw near to you. God is waiting to wrap around his presence in your life. He wants to wrap you in into that presence so that you are experiencing something more than the mundane. The problem is we are distracted, pulled in by the mundane. I mean, just think about it. What do we do in our free time when we have it, aside from resting, aside from time with our family? Those are two good things, right? Rest, family, great things to spend our free time. But usually, we dive into at least one of four or five different platforms, whether it's Disney+, Plus, whether it's HBO Max, whether it's Netflix, whether it's Hulu. There are so many shows. Amazon Prime, each platform has like a show that we're waiting to watch. <laughs> or there's a movie that we need to watch. Our, our attention is so distracted that we often forget that the fullness of joy is not in these things that we spend so many hours on, but on the presence of the living God that is waiting there that tells us, draw near to me and I will draw near to you. That's what God is waiting for. He wants you to experience being in his presence. This is why God told the Israelites, he said, you will seek me and you will find me when you seek me with all your heart. The problem is we're not seeking God with that. I'm speaking for myself here, right? I'm, I'm preaching to myself. Like I, I, I know, I believe that that's where I will truly find fullness of joy, but often I don't, I don't seek it. I go elsewhere. I seek my enjoyment and my contentment in other things. So what can we practically do? How do we fix this issue? Because we're missing out. Well, the first thing you got to do is convince yourself precisely of that. You have to understand and believe by the promises of God, by what he's done for you, by the love that he has for you, you have to preach the gospel to yourself and remind yourself that that is the ultimate to be in the presence of God, to experience the warmth of his love, to hear him speak to you, not audibly, but to hear, hear his promises echoing through your soul with groans that, that aren't understandable to words, but something that moves in you. And you're like, sometimes you're praying or reading the Bible. There's this moment where you've, you, you take time aside to engage with God and you just feel that God spoke something to you biblical, right? Something that you can test through the word of God, but it's a, it's, it's a loving word, a promise, something that it's like, wow, I, God just spoke to me. But we miss out on those moments because we are attracted by the mundane. So first recognize, yes, recognize that, believe that it is better to be in his presence. And also when you find yourself distracted, if you find yourself distracted by the mundane, Use that as an opportunity to repent. Repentance is a beautiful thing. We're, we're so wired backwards that we think that repentance sometimes is like, oh, I'm admitting to God I'm bad. That, that, you know, that's counterintuitive to me getting closer to God. Actually, that's how we draw near to God. So when you're not feeling, seeking the presence of God, 
find his presence by confessing that. God welcomes you with open arms. Look, look at what we're told in that passage that I read earlier, James 4, 8. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. And then it says right after, cleanse your, hand, cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Repentance is directly tied to drawing near to God to experience his presence. So if you're struggling to experience his presence, number one, remember, preach the gospel to yourself, to you. Again, to remember that there is fullness of joy in him. But number two, also remind yourself that when you're not feeling it, when you're not feeling like seeking his presence, that's an opportunity to seek his presence. Through the practice of repentance, you draw near to him and say, God, I, I know what you're worth, but I'm not feeling it. I, I need you to open the eyes of my heart. I need you to soften this heart of stone so that I can see all that you are because I know it, but right now I'm distracted. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Use that repentance opportunity to do that. And then thirdly, if one of the things that you have to do to make sure that, that you are truly seeking God with all your heart is that you do it continually. That one passage we read, Psalm 105.4, has really been a good challenge in my life. Seek his presence continually. Continually. You know why? Because we get so distracted that we walk out of his presence. The idea is to be constant in prayer, rejoicing always, seeking his presence at all times in all of the little things. Do all things to God. But the problem is, as human beings, we tend to compartmentalize. And so when our quiet time with God is done, we close shop like it's our nine to five, the day is done, the work day is done, so to speak. In this case, the spiritual time is done. So now I walk into the mundane and I miss out on all the opportunities that God has for me. So seek his presence continually. Look, we, we, we have to understand that God is a God that moves powerfully in our lives and we've felt it before. If we don't live for this, we're missing out. And when we live for this and others see it, they want that water, that water, that bread that we want, the water that, that, that will satisfy us in every way, that bread that will satisfy us in every way. When they see that, they will recognize that their soul is thirsty, their soul is hungry, and that there's something there that they don't have, but they need. And that's the presence of the living God. See, we're not worthy of that presence, but because Jesus was and because he lived it now, we are made worthy of that. So to summarize here, to just kind of bring it back home, Presence of God is fullness of joy. It is the one thing, it is the ultimate thing that we should seek 
to be in his presence because only then will we be content and not just content, but rejoicing in the Lord always the way Paul says. It's the ultimate. And I can do this by, look, just coming into his presence. Seek it. Seek it continually. Draw near to God. He'll draw near to you. And if you feel like, but but I don't want it, and I feel like a hypocrite, use that. Draw near through repentance. God will draw near to you. Ask for your heart to be made no longer of stone, but to be a heart of flesh, a heart heart after the living God. When we start rooted in the presence of God, everything in our lives will be transformed. My prayer this morning for this week to come is that everything that we do would be rooted, would be founded upon interacting, engaging with God daily. Even in the five seconds between a meeting, even in the small moments where you look towards nature and you don't have that much time to engage with it, but you look and you see something that catches your eye. Use these opportunities to seek his presence continually. Be transformed in, from one degree of glory to the next into his image, the image of Jesus. Have a great week. Be blessed. We love you and we'll see you next week. You are listening to the official podcast of The Mission Redlands. For more information, visit us at themissionredlands.com. Thank you.